rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, yeah. Uh, let me see, what time is it? Okay, it doesn't matter. We're on a very loose schedule when we do these weekday specials because they don't exactly have to be two hours long. They could be whatever we want them to be. I try not to cut into the shows of Bob Kincaid and Mike Malloy, but it is what it is. I can't help it when I don't... Uh, this is the only time I can do a weekday, weekday special. I'm trying to do them more often. So we, you know... Because the patrons are, they want, they want to connect. I want to connect with you guys. And it's also good for people who listen on the podcast. They get, they get more content. And I'm trying to find more patrons. And the more shows we do, it's, I'm in that catch-22. So I would love to do the show every day, but can't because we don't have enough patrons and I believe we won't, we'd have more patrons if I could do the show every day. You know what I mean? So, but, so we do what we can, right? We do it anyway. Yeah, and I also wanted to do the show because of everything that's going on. I, I could not believe what I saw at that hearing yesterday. That, that Lewandowski, whatever the fuck that was. Um, I don't know why he's not in jail. I don't know why we're allowing this to continue. What what is wrong with Democrats? Okay, I'll I'll I just let's just dive in, right? What I, that's all I kept thinking. Why aren't they putting him in handcuffs and taking him to to whatever that cell in the basement of the Capitol is? What's the point? That if that's not contempt, that is contempt of not just Congress but the entire system. That this country is built upon and that needs to be an account oh, there needs to be an accounting for that you think that any one of us could get in front of any local judge much much less the congress of the united states and sit there with that contempt and not answering questions like a like a fucking overgrown 12 year old Sitting there, uh, nah, 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 he, uh, he did everything but stick his fucking fingers in his ears. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not listening to you. And then the, the Republicans, the filthy fascist GOP, coddling him. Oh, I'm so sorry you have to put up with this. This whole pesky democracy. You can't just do your crimes in peace. You can't just obstruct justice in peace. How dare the the equal branch of government uh, fulfill its constitutionally mandated role of oversight for you, a fucking criminal, a bag man. Who the hell is Corey Lewandowski? He's a he's a soldier in the Trump crime family. That's all he is. And we he has there's no respect for these people. These are fascists. I, I thought. And the thing that I, I'm going to play this clip now because I. Not many people were talking about it, how one of these fucking Republicans called the Democrats useful idiots. And let me see, where the hell is it? That irritated the fuck out of me. But the, but it also irritated me, this other thing here. It, well, let me just play it and then we'll we'll talk about it. Hold on. You know how it is when I have to play a clip. I gotta go digging for it. I need a better system. That's really the bottom line. Oh, come on. Do I have it? 
<sighs> Wait a minute. Did I fucking not save it? Oh, here it is. Okay. Former FBI agent and counterterrorism specialist said it is to attack and undermine democracy. He said the goal is to leave voters feeling as if, quote, either the institutions are, cor are corrupt or you can't trust the vote, end of quote. This is the kind of classic disinformation campaign that the KGB runs. And as we all know, Vladimir Putin was a former leader of the KGB. In 2016, Putin's goal could have been very simple. Divide the American electorate, sow seeds of distrust, make it impossible for whoever won our election to govern. With America weakened at home, we would be weakened on the international stage. Putin wins with a weakened America, regardless of who won the election. This is the kind of approach that has been used by the communists in Russia for nearly a century. After overthrowing Russian Tsar Nicholas II in 1917, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Lenin, I'm sorry, different Vladimir, and the communists utilized Western journalists as propaganda tools to defend communism. New York Times journalist John Reed... For you see what he's doing. It's left-wingers are to blame. We're the ones. We fall into Putin's trap. Not the serial bankrupt... Um, the, the, the one who couldn't get a, a legitimate bank loan, so he sucked ass on Russian oligarchs, who literally on, not literally, but pretty much in front of the entire world, kissed Putin's ass like a, uh, he looked like Reek on Game of Thrones. And Putin is, uh, what's, you know, that uh, Bolton, you know, I can't think of the names. What do I, I have problems with names, I'm sorry. Uh, that's what he looked like. Oh, yeah, don't, uh, will you tell the, will you tell President Putin, who's not a president, he's a dictator. They, that's what presidents are going by these, day, these days. They're being called president. But will you tell President Putin not to meddle in our election? Yeah, don't meddle on election. Don't meddle. Like, like, fuck you. Um, yeah, uh, haha. -ha. No, please meddle is what he's saying. We need you to meddle because we're the Republican Party. What, what did the Republican Party do on the 4th of July last year? They went to Russia. So if I'm living, this is like bizarro world, and we're watching the Republic die. This is how it dies, with the complicity of, of, of sycophants. It's the same thing that happened in ancient Rome. They, well, I mean, it was a little more serious in ancient Rome. They, they had things called prescription lists where you could be murdered. But the, and Augustus, and you know, he, uh, in a grab for power after he was named Caesar's heir, tried, uh, teamed up with Mark Antony against the assassinate, the, the um, assassinate, what do you call them? You know, assassinate, what, what's the word? Assassinators. Um, what's the word? You know what I'm saying? Uh, of Caesar. And th so uh, they, in one of their tactics and it was also a tactic to accumulate more wealth because if you killed people you could take their wealth so they they set out with their prescription list murdering any of the opposition so um on a, we're not quite there yet where the opposition is being murdered literally but i mean we they do that in russia they do it all over the world in these countries that that Twitler looks up to, but the Republicans are figuratively murdering the Democratic Party, and they're just laying, laying down and taking it, frankly. 
Why aren't you fighting, Nadler? What the hell? Um, let me just continue. Hold on, because this really, really uh, pissed me off. Wait, what? Come on. Temple defended the Bolsheviks, advocating against American intervention. Lenin used even the term "useful idiots" to describe how leftist leaning, yeah, leftist, not the not the fascists, Americans could be easily who are literally taking laundered money from the NRA, being money from the. they're taking, I'm sorry, I'm a little bit frazzled. They're taking Russian money laundered through the NRA into their campaigns. The, but where the, but normal people, people standing up to this, the, where the, we're the useful idiots, according to the Republican Party. This is how much they hate this country. They hate America, as I have said for years. Here it is in full effect. The, everything that it's it's complete psychological projection, and this is one of Putin's uh, tactics. It's the tactics of uh, of authoritarians. You accuse your opponent of doing the very thing of which you are guilty, and that's what Republicans are doing. So let me see. Hold on. Prevent future election meddling. The Mueller report makes clear that President Trump wanted to focus on protecting our democracy he did? from future attacks. So no, he didn't. The, the, the Mueller report says nothing of the sort. The, the Mueller report said that when the Russians contacted Donald Trump Jr. Uh, saying that they had dirt on Hillary Clinton for his camp so that they, they could use in their campaign, he said, I love it. And then he pretended to we and all of us, we the people, that he was going, he was so concerned about Russian adoption. Like he gives a shit about anybody but himself. Just like his, like his fucking father. Disgusting. It's clear that Putin attacked America with the goal of dividing the American people. And today's hearing is being held for the sole purpose of attacking America's president. Which the president who is squatting in the White House despite receiving view, fewer votes and using the power that he holds illegitimately to undo everything that we the people voted for a, a, a legally elected president, his predecessor, twice in two landslide elections. So this less vote-receiving Putin puppet con man is undoing the, the, the democratic will of the people. We put... Barack Obama in there twice in two landslide elections. And this motherfucker who is squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes is undoing not just his legacy, but ours, the legacy of the American people. We put Barack Obama there. They spitting, they're spitting in our faces, these Republican fascist bastards. They don't give a shit. They receive fewer votes. So what? They'll act like they have a mandate. Anyway, they have acted like they have a, they have a mandate since the revolution. They, the enti- they have a mandate, all right. It is to unravel democracy, to restore the intergenerational aristocracy. Don't be fooled. That is the truth. They don't want to be in a democracy. If this doesn't prove it, if this time in American history does not illustrate it, what else does it say? They're, they, they're couching themselves as some kind of victims. The, they, the, I mean, Corey Lewandowski, he knows he committed a crime. Or at least, well, he, he knows that Twitler is a criminal. He's a con man. He's not rich. 
That's the other thing I heard Corey Lewandowski say. Oh, he's a President Trump, so-called president, is a rich man. Why? You know, he's using his own money to fund his campaign. He's not rich. He's a con man. He gr- he's a grifter. His father was a real estate mogul and gave him money, a fortune that he bankrupted six times over. And he had to come up with more scams to separate us from our men. Not, my, not me. I never fucking fell for that shit. He, but, you know, a lot of people do, and they still do. So he puts on this show, and every American should be appalled at what they saw. And not just the, Dem- not the Democrats not being able to get their shit together, but they should be appalled at this criminal sp- spitting in the face rip- uh, of the Constitution, just wiping his ass with the Constitution right, in- right on public, on TV, on everybody- in everybody's living room. And we're, oh, this is a new normal now? Let's, uh, so what, how do we respond to this? If we don't respond to it, it's, uh, it's okay. It's business as usual. Now, here we go. We, the bar is lowered even further. If there's no response, so the response is nothing? Oh, we'll write a strongly worded email again? This guy, he, he has, he's claiming he has immunity, presidential immunity. Bullshit. He's not a, he wasn't a member of the, he's not a member of the government. He's not a part of a government. So anytime Trump, this Twitler asshole, talks to one of his, his soldiers in his crime family, that's protected? Because why? Because he made it up. That, and that's, I, 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 why is this guy not spending his, uh, this next whatever in jail? <sighs> that's all I kept saying. Yes, I know Barr, bar, you know, you got, it has to go to the Justice Department, but it doesn't matter. You have to be, you got to act anyway. You, you, it's the same thing with impeachment, with when Nancy Pelosi's like, oh, the, the, the American people, the Senate will vote it down anyway. Well, the Senate votes down everything the Democrats do in the House anyway. So what's the point? She keeps tweeting out, oh, the Democrats just raised the minimum wage or whatever the fuck. Every, every other day, it's some tweet. The, the Democrats just passed the bills that said you, you are protected. Your pre-existing conditions protections are protected, whatever the fuck. Oh, who gives a shit? The, it's going to the Senate to die in the Senate. So why are you bothering there either? It's the same. So why is that excuse fine for impeachment when it doesn't fly for everything else you're doing? You want us all to buy. Oh, look, the Democrats are just passing all these amazing bills. No, they're not. They look like weaklings. Oh, uh, I'm very concerned about the way Corey Lewandowski is spitting in the face of the American people. Um, yeah, me. I'm so concerned too. This is a. Uh, it's. Uh, we can't stand for this. This. Well, you are. You're standing for it. Unbelievable. Weak in our country on the international stage. Do you believe that the d- the Democrats are weakening our country on the national stage because we're not subservient to a con man who received fewer votes, a a racist. A filthy, uh, a filthy racist who came down an elevator, an escalator, calling uh, people who are, um, you know, not like him, rapists and criminals. When he's a fucking rapist and criminal. It was state or point of order. Um, I have a point of order. All right. What did I? I probably just talked over what he. What? So he calls. It's clear. 
that Putin attacked America with the goal of dividing the American people, and today's hearing is being held for the sole purpose of attacking America's president, which will weaken our country <sighs> Not my on president. the international stage. Do you believe that Vladimir Putin is sitting in his office right now in the Kremlin, laughing at what those on the other side of the aisle are doing, and Fuck believing you. that those Sometimes on the all other you side can of say. the aisle are useful idiots helping Objection. Unbelievable. I have a uh, point of order. The lady will state her point of order. Um, Are useful idiots. According to the rules, uh, and the rules of this committee and the House rules, um, we cannot attribute uh, derogatory names to our colleagues or motives to our colleagues. And I believe the gentleman said those on the other side of the aisle are idiots. Uh, this is a very sacred and somber Oops. responsibility. I've taken an oath of office, my good friend, just like you did. I am concerned about the Constitution, just as you are, and I would not engage uh, in any behavior that could be described as idiot. Never in my life or my colleagues have we ever discussed behaving like idiots. Mr. Chairman, that is an inappropriate terminology and description of the members of this House or Republicans or Democrats, no matter what position I will, uh, they are. Mr. Chairman, I, will over, I, will overrule, I will overrule the point of order. Really? Why? Refer to motive. Calling someone an idiot is not flattering, but it does not go to motive. Fuck that um, shit. And I believe we should have the, mo the most robust debate. I believe oh, it's a robust debate to call Democrats useful idiots for, for Vladimir Putin. What do you think the Republicans would do? Uh, if the shoe was on the other foot, would they stand there and say, oh, you know, it's not flattering, but you can let's call, but, uh, call us idiots I, I so you can have that in your term. next campaign commercial. But, um, I don't think that goes to motive. And accordingly, I'm going to overrule the, the point of order. Oh, uh, because we really need to show these fascist freaks just how much we believe in open discourse between the fascists and the normal people. I, I, what? Who are they proving? What are they showing? The, except weakness. Oh, I, uh, I, you know, it's not flattering, but it's like they bend over backwards to to say, "Hey, please, you know, kick us in the ass." They, they like literally f bending far around, kissing their own ass, so the, the fucking Republicans can kick it. Oh, it's okay. You know, it's not flattering, but. You know, we want a robust discourse. What is ro a robust discourse about calling people who are investigating a con man and his criminal cabal of enablers a, uh, a bunch of useful idiots in the fucking Congress? F you. And Jerry Nadler, honestly, I was, I'm so annoyed at that. I, I really honestly he's not my he's not my representative but I've seen him here in New York and have gone to some of his town halls I really uh, I, I don't know why um, we're constantly operating from a position of looking like a bunch of weak asses you know what I mean we are correct we are on the right side of history we're not a bunch of traitors oh you believe in democracy well prove it Jerry Nadler and the and the Democratic Party. It's enough. All right, you have. You, it's great. You're having hearings. Get it. Get on the same fucking page of what you're gonna call it. Is it an inquiry? Is it a? Uh, is it an investigation? D instead of uh, waiting, what what took you so long?
oh, the people doesn't, they don't like it. You know what? I'm honestly these these DLC Democrats. I've had enough with them. They're up to my my uh, eyebrows with these assholes. Yes, and thank you, Miss Jackson Lee. That's for sure. There are some very strong Democrats, and uh, like uh, you know Maxine Waters. God bless her, or whatever. I don't believe in God, but you know Namya Horenge Kyo to her. <laughs> but um, I do. Uh, to just constantly say to lay down in front of these fascists and say, yes, sir, walk on us. That's fine. We believe in democracy. Yeah, look at us. Look, we're showing you how to do it. It's not it's well past time that they wake the fuck up and see what is going on here in this country, that these Republicans, they call us socialists because we want a civilization that works for all. Well, they're the fucking fascists. Call them the fascists that they are. Explain to the American people that you can't go sitting in front of Congress. When Congress calls you to Congress, you show the fuck up. First of all, those two other assholes didn't show up. Why aren't they in jail? Put these assholes in jail. Didn't somebody, now Now it's crossing my mind, during Whitewater. Didn't one of these motherfuckers not, I, I'm cursing a lot today. I know. Uh, a witness went to jail. I'm sure if it had something to do with, with Hillary Clinton, they, there'd be a lot of people going to jail. They'd be calling for you. Lock her up. Lock her up. Lock the him up. Lock these, these con men up. These crooks. These enablers of the fascist takeover of this, of this country. And it is a fascist takeover. You saw that Lou Dobbs piece. I don't have it. I, I meant to grab it. But that is, it's unbelievably shocking. I don't, did, did you guys see that? Let's see, Lou Dobbs. He thanks Trump for the weekend. It was, it was such a, a, a suck-ass, subservient, sycophant, lick-splittle display of, uh, I, I don't know what. I have never seen anything like it in my life. He says that that everybody at the at you know the fake news he he goes on about the fake news and nobody's reporting in the fake news how how everyone at the White House is they all got a spring in their step and never been so busy busy doing what fucking this country up the ass screwing the American dream uh, turning this country into a, a homeland of fascists and, and white nationalists, pleasing the KKK and David Duke, never been so happy. That's what they're doing. They got a they spring in their step as they drag us back to time's best left in history's trash heap, as they use America the Beautiful as a fucking toilet. For corporate waste. Never been so happy. They've been flying high. They're on the wings of doves, these fuckers. They're on top of the world looking down on creation as they turn planet Earth into an uninhabitable, you know, smokestack. Unbelievable. I've never seen so many, uh, so, so many happy faces. I'm trying to find the transcript of this. And then he says, have a great weekend. The president makes such a thing possible for all of us? What? 
have a and 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 the assholes not, not who watched that. There wasn't a collective uh, uh, surge in electricity as as millions of people threw their TVs out the window. They were like, "Yes, master, yes." We're, we're wearing our red hats. We're a cult. Tell us what we want to hear. Like, doesn't matter what you do. doesn't matter how you're screwing up the, the environment. Just tell us how much you love clean air and clean water. We'll be saying that as we're choking to death. I love clean air. <laughs> you know, nobody loves cleaner air. I got the cleanest air you've ever seen as they're reducing em, uh, emission standards and, uh, and screwing this environment. Everything about this, this entire Republican Party, there is no hope for them. They are done, and they're trying to drag us with it. You think that this doesn't happen? This is the state of republics. Republics die. That is one of the things that everybody knows, including the founders. They understood how tenuous it was to have a republic. And they knew that it was, you know, very, uh, it was hanging by a thread. It would hang by a thread. They tried to give us the means to remedy it. But if you have an entire political party that doesn't give a shit, that wants it to die, this is how it goes. You know, the Roman Republic lasted for 500 years. This, this is a blip in time. And they had in their blood, they had uh, the, uh, their entire, the uh, Roman Republic was built as anti-monarchical. So they, they, you know, that was one of the charges you would give uh, against somebody if you didn't like them. Oh, he wants to be a king. He's trying to be a king. Because it was, it was in their psyche. But they, they, they still fell to an authoritarian. Why? Because this is what happens. People want to go along to get along. They want to sidle up to power. They don't give a shit. I mean, it's not even like Donald Trump is so, such an amazing person. He's a fucking con man. They don't care because it's all been a con from the beginning. They've had to con. They've had to pretend that they like democracy. They hate pretending that. They're sick of it. They've never been equipped for it. Unbelievable. And I came across, because I one of the things I do in my spare time, not that I have a lot of it, but it's not really spare as I'm working or doing something else. I'll listen to the great courses, as I've said before. And I was, I've been listening to the course on the Founding Fathers. And it's very interesting. But one of the things I read, I thought I'd share. It was, I hadn't, I didn't know about it. Um, in, let's see, where is it? Evacuation Day in, no, on November 25th, 1783. The British Army left New York after occupying the city for seven years. General George Washington's re-entry into New York on evacuation day was planned carefully. This was the first time he and the Continental Army would set foot in the city since their retreat seven years prior. Homes, churches, places of business and streets were run down. Uh, 
as, as a result of isolation caused by military occupation. However, spirits were high among the patriots whose city was being liberated. As the well-dressed British military evacuated New York, the American army marched in. The contrast between the two armies were startling. One eyewitness described his reaction to the stark difference. The troops just leaving us were as, as if equipped for a show, and with their scarlet uniforms and, varnished, and burnished arms made a brilliant display. The troops that marched in, on the contrary, were ill-clad and weather-beaten and made a forlorn appearance. But then they were our troops. And as I looked on them, I thought upon all they had done for us. My heart and eyes were full, and I, and I admired and gloried in them more because they were weather-beaten weather and forlorn. And these are just a little glimpse of the sacrifices that people made for this country. They, put, they, they literally put their lives on the line Putting aside, I know, the, the, the hypocrisy of the genocide and all that, but the ideals that this country was built on. And that night, the first American-born governor, George Clinton, honored George Washington, the commander-in-chief, with a banquet held at Francis Tavern. At that dinner... And and at this, oh, I'm sorry. At that dinner in 1783, 13 toasts were offered, which I, this is what I said I found interesting. So as they were dr drinking and eating, they toasted to the United States of America, to His Most Christian Majesty, the King, to the United Netherlands for their support, the United, um, yes, the uh, the King of Sweden. They toasted to the American army, the fleet and the armies of France, which have served in America. So because if, if, if it weren't for France, there wouldn't be an America. So most people who know American history understand that, except for Republicans, because they hate they hate the French. Remember, that's what was so ironic. Oh, freedom fries. And because the French wouldn't go along with our illegal wars. So uh, Republicans have they they it's all a, it's all a game to them. It's not real. But your lives, it's not real. What what they're doing, what they do to us, how they spit on the graves of all those Americans who lost their lives for this country. Okay, and speaking of the seventh toast was to the memory of those heroes who have fallen for our freedom. And then may our country, this is the eighth toast, was may our country be grateful to her military children, like the ones that Trump is ripping the, the, the funding for their schools and daycare. So may justice support what courage has gained. This is where I, when I read these toasts, I thought, we're done. May I'll just read that again. May justice Support what courage has gained. Think about this. This is this was the uh, something new. No other country had seen a government like this in thousands of years. So, it's a radical, liberal, progressive idea. We're gonna do this ourselves. We're gonna govern ourselves. We don't need the king. Here's the tenth 
Aptos, the vindicators of the rights of mankind in every quarter of the globe, which is equally poignant and ironic given the fact that this was a still was born in uh, genocide and slavery. But the, they, they, when they wrote all men were created equal, they meant all men, and they meant all white men. But that, that spirit still lives in a lot of people. Most of us have evolved a, away from that kind of bullshit thinking, and my, and even more so the younger generation. They're not, unless they're stupid and their parents are teaching them and they're at a, uh, you know, Trump rally or something. Like that poor little girl from the Trump rally when they were chanting, send her back, send her back. And there was this little girl behind Trump. I, I, I was like, that's somebody needs to call BCW on this fucking family, bringing their kid to a Trump rally where she can learn to be a little good, good little fascist, racist. So, so sickening. Then that little girl, like, looking around and then joining in, send her back, send her, you know, because what's she going to do? She's a fucking little girl. I want to be like mommy. My mommy's a dumb bitch, so I want to be like her, right? Ugh. Oh, here's one that'll make you cry. The 11th toast was, may America be an asylum to the persecuted of the earth. The fucking founding fathers, including George Washington, who the Republicans pretend to love so much, toasted to the notion, to the ideal that America be the, an asylum to the persecuted of the earth. That nobody, I, I, who can argue with that? So tell me, Twitler, tell me, Republicans, you're going to argue with that? Stephen Miller is going to stand up to George Washington and say he got it wrong? You fuckers. You filthy America-hating ghouls. You're, uh, you don't tell me. I don't want to see your stupid faces in those goddamn tri-corner hats with the stupid tea bags hanging off. And I'm glad you don't wear that shit anymore because you look like a bunch of assholes. Now you just wear that red, that red hat, which is the modern update to the brown shirt. Congratulations. You're a fascist. May America be an asylum to the persecuted of the earth. George Washington lifted his glass and drank to that shit that they that these Republicans are undoing because they hate America. You see, when you hate immigrants and the persecuted who are coming here to seek asylum, you are spitting in the face of the founding fathers. These filthy fascist Republicans, what what have they done? To this country and what have we allowed them to do may america be an asylum to the persecuted of the earth nah we want stephen miller to write our immigration laws this they a sociopath and an emotionally stunted racist the worst the worst person on earth let's have the worst you know they that's uh the the thing about the founding of this country there it came together with a lot of impressive people no no stephen millers among them that's for sure 
Oh my god. Maya Close is the twelfth toast. May a close union of the states guard the temple they have erected to liberty. So, close union of the states. God, guard the temple they have erected to liberty. You hear that, Tennessee? You hear that? Wyoming? How about West Virginia? You hear that? How about North Carolina? You hear that? You fascist, anti-democratic, sneaky, dirty tricksters. Who, who tell Democrats, oh, no, there won't be a vote today, and then you go have your vote to strip health care from other human beings? That's who they are. These are, these are monsters. You know, when, you, when, when people act like Republicans, they, they don't get, when, when people, no, well, let's see, how do I, how do I, you know, it's like in, if you're a murderer, a killer, or whatever, we, we strip you of the human moniker. We take the humanity away as if that's, it's, it's not human to be a murderer, to take somebody's life, to, to be so heinous and, sh- and selfish. We take it away. We call them animals. We call them monsters. So it's not, it's not, it's not value. We don't value that shit. <sighs> Okay, and the 13th toast was, because they toasted for each colony, right? But it, gave, it gives you a glimpse into the mindset of what they were thinking. The day that, they, that the British troops finally left New York, and our haggard and weather-beaten troops came in after years of fighting for, the, for independence from the intergenerational aristocracy and the crown that the Republicans are rebuilding. And they are. You don't, we don't have to call them a king. But there, what do you think undoing the estate taxes? That's so the ill-gotten gains of the aristocracy can pass their wealth to their undeserving heirs tax-free. They don't have to, they, they, they don't give a shit about this country. They don't have to fund the schools, the roads, the hospitals, whatever. It doesn't matter. The libraries, whatever. That's 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 for the little guy. They're here to take, like a leech, like the bloodsucker. You know, it gets fat. So the thirteenth toast was: May this remember. Wait, hold on. Let me say it again. May the remembrance of this day be a lesson to princes which is exactly what I was just saying. May the remembrance of this day be a lesson to princes. What, uh, the princes that Donald Trump, the so-called president, despite receiving fewer votes, wants us to go to war for, because the American military is now a mercenary army for brutal dictators that, that can be rented out. Don't, don't, do, don't lift a fucking hair when they... When the this this prince lures a journalist that the uh, the only profession that the founding fathers enshrined in the Constitution is being necessary uh, for a free democratic republic, but uh, so he lures a a journalist into an embassy and dismembers this person alive. Let's go to war for this fucker. Disgusting. This is what Republicans have done to us. And then they have the nerve to sit up there as the Democrats are so 
you know, politely, well, not really, but uh, questioning, or so within the rules, the bounds of decorum, questioning a con man's uh, soldier, a, a good soldier to the crime family, who can't even bother with the disdain. The disdain is, was, is, was oozing all out of his disgusting pores. These people need to be dealt with. You understand? And I mean legally and peacefully, of course. But I do mean with force. You don't allow that shit to go on. The fact that it's, it, it is going on. That it's gone on for another day now. There is another day where that, that scumbag is walking around free after putting on that display in front of the, in front of the entire country. Showing just how much he hates this country and the Republicans uh, going along with it. Oh, poor thing. Poor Corey Lewandowski. That's not the way you act if you're a, an innocent person. An innocent person would be like, I'm innocent. Uh, here, here's my records. Here's this. Look here. Look there. There you go. Everybody speak. Tell them I'm innocent. I'm innocent. I didn't do anything wrong. Why are you preventing the, these people from testifying? Uh, I mean, because he's fucking guilty. Trump, is a, he's been a criminal his entire life. Why stop now? Oh, God. But it's just horrible that they let him get away with it. These Democrats are really getting on my nerves, as we can tell. <sighs> Is anybody still out there? You guys are silent. I'm usually out there chatting a lot. Well, anyway. Maybe I've scared you off. That's okay. I'll just keep going. I'm not sure how long I'm going to go for tonight, but the, I had to share this these toasts because I just, it made me sad. May the remembrance of this day be a lesson to princes. No, no it didn't say let's be the, let's be the bitch of some authoritarian dictator. All, of all authoritarian dictators. Well, I wonder what the founders would say about that, Republicans. And why, uh, and now these toasts weren't just people sitting around drunk going, hey, let's toast to this, let's toast that. No, they, these are deliberate. They were deliberate toasts. So those who were there at the founding could remember, this is the spirit of this country. We thank those who helped us the King of Sweden, the French, the military, may justice support what, what courage has gained. How, how is that going to happen when you have a Bill Barr? When you have nothing but sycophants, acting, acting sycophants at that, because Trump wants to get around the confirmation process, which is another fuck you to this country. We just let them get away with it. Oh, well, uh, the, we've never seen anything like this before. We can't have this. Well, we are having it. Obviously, we're having it. Oh, well, let's just vote them out. No. 
They need to know what does what is wrong with the Democrats? The and especially what do you think the um I don't know. Okay, okay. Let me just formulate because this pandering to the right wing, the 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 Trumpanzee, the average Joe moron, is is has got to stop. Okay, it has to end. I'm sick of it. Be yourself. That's the best way to win, and, and, except for the fact that we have money in politics. That's the problem. Now, I'm really glad to hear, of course, Elizabeth Warren has a plan for getting rid of the corruption. She's the, as far as I know, she's one of the, well, of course, Bernie, too, but the uh, candidate talking about the rot in the system. Everybody else wants to throw a Band-Aid at it, and some not even at all. Like Amy Klobuchar, fuck off. Okay, Amy, I'm done with you. Enough. And, and I'm sorry, uh, you know, Joe Biden. Enough with the Joe Bidens. I, I, be- I really believe, okay, yeah, everybody knows I'm for Bernie, right? But whatever, I would definitely vote for any, any Democrat, of course. But I would be happy with Elizabeth Warren, too. Because at least she recognizes the problem. And, and she recognizes the opportunity, too. That's the other thing that's really, uh, that's impressive. None of these other Democrats are talking about that. What is Amy Klobuchar talking about? Oh, we can't do this. It's too much. Can't do that. I, I'm the only one who can reach across the fucking aisle. Get out of here. Why do you want to reach across the aisle to snakes? Yeah, they don't have enough. They don't, there's not enough funneling to the top, Miss Klobuchar. We need, we got to go a middle ground. Let's, uh, you know, the center. What's the center? There's no center anymore. There's the very, very rich, and then there's all of us. Out here scrapping around, scraping for the fucking scraps. And I think, and I do believe that Elizabeth Warren can beat the fucking fascist monster in the White House. Squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. We gotta remember that. But you have to keep saying that too. That's the other thing. The other thing that Democrats don't do is that they go along. Oh, this is normal. They need to constantly remind everybody. Whenever they talk, they need to say, "He's in the. He doesn't have a mandate. He didn't receive the majority of the votes." Uh, and the same thing with the, all the Supreme Court justices. They're Ill, they're illegitimate. Illegitimate. Kavanaugh, illegitimate Gorsuch, illegitimate fucking stolen seats. Okay, enough, enough of this going along with the with the the fascist takeover of this country. Because why? Oh, because we gotta all live in denial. This it's like a, it's like when you're an addict, right? I know this because I'm an addict and I'm oh, in recovery. So. When, you're, when you have addiction in your family and those who have it, no, I know it because I was the identified patient of my family. But the whole family is sick. You know what I mean? They, they all participate in your addiction somehow. And they, I know this because I've had a lot of therapy over the years. So, and I've come a long way. So, not that, you know, one day at a time. You know what I mean? But it's, it's everybody's sick. When, when you're sick. And this country's sick. It's not just the, uh, the asshole in the White House. We're all sick. And the Democrats are just going along. 
Let's pretend that's a that's one thing that happens in in dysfunctional families when you have a an identified patient. They're somehow just fucking up everybody. Uh, uh, well, they are the ones that the entire family focuses on, but they're sick too. The family's sick. The, yeah. Oh, what is it? What is it? Could be codependency. It could be enabling. It could be some other form that keeps this dysfunctional dynamic going. It's the same thing with this democracy this democratic republic the body politic is sick for us to play hail to the chief whenever that con man walks in the room get the fuck out of here i am cursing a lot tonight i'm sorry i i you know what it is too the cursing i guess it feels like a release so i'm so pissed it feels like a a valve you know just letting that valve loose <laughs> and anybody who read a confederacy a confederacy of dunces when i say valve it reminds me of that if you read that book which is a great book which you should read it's a funny book too but anyway so um yeah a amy klobuchar get away from me honey i mean come on so you're going to do what? Oh, no, we can't have... I don't want to say anything unrealistic. Um, we And that's what's so irritating. Well, how are you going to pay for it? We can't pay for it. Well, you could pay for everything else. We could pay for war in the Middle East. Endless, endless war. I don't see Amy Klobuchar going off on that. She's all, all you know, don't want to look like you're not supporting the troops. You support the troops, by the way, by bringing them home from endless wars of corporate aggression. But whatever. <laughs> Fucking Amy Klobuchar. The other, oh, I don't know. Uh, I know people might get annoyed at me. Whatever. For always going off on Joe Biden. I'm just done with him, too. Enough. Joe Biden, go away. I don't want to hear this every morning on Morning Joe. Every morning. The how Joe Biden is still ahead despite everything. He's not qualified. Honestly, he needs to go take a rest. He looks, he's off his game, whatever. I, I, I mean, really. Did you see his sugar pop or whatever, corn pop? I don't know what the hell he was saying. I'm going to play it. Come on, man. But come, oh, on, man. <laughs> come on, man. Wrong one. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's all he's got? Could you imagine? That's what he said, actually, too. Let me play that. I think I have that over here. He said that to Mika Br Brzezinski, that he was when, um, you know, what, what, what would he do to when he gets up there with Trump? Well, he's just going to be like, come on, man. So I think the public's interested in how you're going to fight Donald Trump. And uh, Kamala Harris, uh, if you weren't ready for her, are you ready to fight this guy who doesn't play fair? Let's just say he lies, fact. He bullies, fact. And he has a very, very loose respect for the law. That's putting it kindly. Come this on, is a different man. ball game. It is different. I'm What's used your to strategy? Bullies. Really? I'm used to bullies. 
And, uh, and so my strategy is just to go out and remember that famous expression my grandpa used to use when they yelled, they said to Harry Truman, get him hell, Harry said, no, I'm just going to tell them the truth. They're going to think it's hell. Yeah, whatever. You know, that's all you got to do with this guy, not all. But really? I, I have no, I know it will be an ugly campaign. I know it will be not an honorable campaign that he'll run. But uh, I'm not backing down at all from him. It's very different than turning to someone on a stage who, uh, who um, says something so off the wall. Really? Off the that, wall. Um, and it's, okay, uh, we went through this already. I, I, would... I thought he was going to say, come on, man, where is that? People, uh, um, I, I don't hesitate. I'm not going to get down in the dirt with him. Really? That's the only place he knows how to fight. I'm just going to continue to talk about All right, what whatever. He's doing. Come on, man. Okay, he's the one that said that he wanted to take Twitler behind the the uh, the school and give him a beating, and and then Twitler was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a beating," and like these two assholes going back and forth. Yeah, like we need this. We need a we need two old white at crackers going at it with their their dementia, having dementia wars. No, and no offense to dementia. My father had dementia. It sucks. I'm not saying he has... I don't know. He doesn't have dementia. He just doesn't seem that, that, that much of a... He's not a come on man. Come on man. Where we go? Come on man. Go fucking sit down and just relax. We got this, Biden. And that's the other thing that makes me mad. If these DLC Democrats, they'd never see the, the truth. They don't see what's going on. They're part of the problem that got us here, that made a Twitler possible. They're neoliberal reaching across the aisle to fascism. They allowed this to happen. Going along, allow, oh, you know what, the, Demo uh, the Republicans won't like it. Like even Barack Obama, when they, when they came after Shirley Sherrod with her, when she told the truth, that it wasn't about black and white, it was about rich and poor. And oh oh, can't let that let let that cat out of the bag. So James O'Keefe edited a, a he came up you know he made a lot he made this uh, lie whatever this movie that was that was nothing but lies that she supposedly was targeting white people because you know that that's just a thing and in the Republican mind that black people have so much power they're oppressing white people it's it's amazing. And I don't know what world they live in. I would like to visit there. Maybe I'd be more comfortable. But they, then what did Obama do? This was in the first year of his presidency. Instead of allowing the, uh, uh, this asshole, you know, just allowing it to blow over or getting to the bottom of it, he fired Shirley Sherrard for no effing reason. Because, you know... That's what we got to do because we're Democrats. We have to do what the fucking fascists want us to do. Get the fuck out of here. I got to stop with the cursing. Even though it feels good to let it out. What was I playing? <laughs> oh, yes. Corn pop. I learned a lot. And I learned that uh, it makes a difference. This was the diving board area. And I was one of the guards, and there were a lot of, there was a three-meter board. Who cares? If you fell off sideways, you landed on the damn, uh, the darn cement over there. He's like an old and corn pop was man that, I, I used to see this man, he died, unfortunately, when I would 
go out in the morning and he was always taking a walk. He was in his 90s. That's what he reminds me of, this old man. And then I would stop and you'd get in a conversation with him. I find him I found him interesting. He was very endearing and and I would speak with him and but after a while I was like, "Okay, I got to go." You know what I mean? But and he just went on and on talking about fucking corn pop. Bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did. Yeah, he, and back in those days, what you show the? how things have changed. One of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a bathing cap. Ooh. And so he was up on the board, wouldn't listen to me. I said, I'm hey, Esther, to this. you, off the board, or I'll come up and drag you off. Why? Well, First off, of all, and he, okay. And I said, well, my wait, wait, hold on, hold on. He's raw. Off. Hey, you, is he the tough, this is the tough guy now. We're supposed to be like, oh yeah, he can, he can go up against Twitler. He's a tough guy for talking about pomade and a bathing cap. Why would he be like, hey, you, get off the board. Why don't you just say, um, you know, get off the board. No, but no pomade in the pool or whatever. Why automatically he comes at this guy with like a douchebag? Hey, you, off the board or I'll drag you off. Excuse me? I'd be like, fuck you. Come up and drag you off. <laughs> well, he came off and he said, I'll meet you outside my car. This was mostly. Yeah, well, his... he probably was a little bit miffed at the fact that you came at him sideways for no good reason. Maybe he wasn't aware that you needed a bathing cap to go in the pool. You know, but when you come at somebody like a douchebag, they some people get triggered. They're like they get defensive. So then he wants to come kick your ass. All public housing behind it. My car, there was a gate out here. I parked my car outside the gate and I he said, I'll Holy be waiting shit. for you. He's waiting for three guys in straight racers. Not a joke. There's a guy kids. named Bill Wright. Mouse. Look at the kids behind him. Are they even listening to him? No. Who's listening to him? He's like an old codger at the at the friggin' diner or on a bus stop or something. The only white guy, and he did all the pools. He was the mechanic. Holy and I said, shit. what am I going to do? He said, come down here in the basement. Come on, where man. Mechanics, where mechanics, where all the pool filter is. You know, the chain, there used to be a chain that went across the deep end. This is crazy. And he crazy. cut off the six-foot length of chain. He folded up. He said, you walk out with that chain. And you walk to the what car the and say, you may cut me, man, to? but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. <laughs> I said, you. <laughs> Will somebody wrap the chain around Corey Lewandowski's head and drag him into the cellar, into the jail cell down in the bottom of the of the Congress or wherever the hell it is? Drag him to jail, please. What what is this even? What What the hell am I listening to? And why? You see. Right now, somewhere, Elizabeth Warren is talking to people about her ideas and plans, and she's based in fact and reality and talking about the history of this country and how after the first Gilded Age we came the Progressive Era and how this is an opportunity and here are my plans to do something about corruption and graft and grifters and and what... Joe Biden's talking about this? Kidding me. He said, no, if you don't, don't come back. And he was right. So I walked out with the chain. And I walked up to my car. 
And they had, they, those days, you used to remember the straight razor, you'd bang them on the curb, get them rusty, put them in a rain barrel. What the fuck am I listening to? What? Rain barrels? What? Where are we? I mean, I like history, but this is getting ridiculous. Get them rusty. And I looked at them, but I was smart then. I said, first of all, I said, when I tell you to get off the board, you get off the board, and I'll kick you out again. But I shouldn't have called you, Esther Williams. I apologize. I shouldn't have called you Esther Williams? I ap what, did he say I shouldn't have called you Esther Williams? Or is he being a, a dick again? I shouldn't have called you Esther Williams. I apologize. Or I shouldn't have called you Esther Williams. I apologize. You know, is he being a douchebag still? I mean, let's see. And I looked at him, but I was smart then. I said, first of all, I said... When I tell you to get off the board, you get off the board, and I'll kick you out again. Well, but I shouldn't have called you, Esther Williams. I apologize for that. <laughs> we just created this entire unnecessary drama where two idiots were going to kick each other's ass for no good reason. If you're a lifeguard, I mean, honestly, that's dereliction of duty. You're saying to somebody, it's your, it's your duty to tell them, to inform them. I'm sorry, sir. Can't go in the pool without a bathing cap or whatever the fuck. Um, that's the end of the story. There's no straight ravers in, in, involved. Straight razors. There's no rusted uh, straight raver, razors in a goddamn rain barrel. What the fuck? I apologize, but I didn't know that <laughs> apology too. was going to work. He said, "You apologize to me." I said, "I apologize for that, not for throwing you out." But I apologize for what I'm throwing I him out. What the hell did he do? He didn't go in the pool. I don't understand. He's just being a dick. Why are we listening? What? He said, okay. Wait, wait, wait. I said, I apologize for that. Not for throwing you out, but I apologize for what I said. He <laughs> said, okay, close the straight. What? Um, calling him Esther Williams, saying, hey, yo, buddy, I'll throw you out. And going out there with a fucking chain? For, for, for what? This is a public pool. This isn't the Sharks and the Jets, goddammit. Where the hell is he living? Was his last exit to Brooklyn over here? The basement. Oh, wait. I... <laughs> apologize to me. I said, I apologize for that. Not for throwing you out, but I apologize for what I said. He said, okay, close the straight razor and my heart began to beat again. Oh, my God. Look at the, these kids behind him. They're not even looking at him. They're like, get this old cracker out of here. Wow. That is amazing. Come here, Tara Jr. Jr. Come on, man. But Come on, man. <laughs> come on. I'm looking forward to this, man. Come here, man. Oh, come on, man. Oh, my God. All right, Jr. You can't do that. You can't do it. Sit down. Get down. Get down. Get down. He doesn't listen to me. You hear me? I try to be... Get down. Get down. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I know, right? Haiku on the chat. Tara, take us with you when you go to Ireland. This ship is doomed. I, I, I mean, really? What is this? And that's the Republic... I mean, the Democratic frontrunner? That's what... So tomorrow on Morning Joe, I'm going to hear... We all are. We're all going to hear how... How Joe Biden is the best candidate to beat Trump. He's still out 30 points ahead. What's wrong with this country? They're saying, oh, African-Americans, they believe that 
only a, an old white guy can beat an old white guy. Really? That's bullshit. He, it's not true. And honestly, if that's the case, we're done. The, we are definitely done. He's not going to win. He's, I really believe when... I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But if he... If Biden is the nominee and he gets... We, and we get to the debate and he's in a debate with, with Twitler, Twitler will come off... He'll, he'll come off better than... Not for me. I mean, obviously, I hate that asshole. I, I, hate the, I hate the air he breathes. I hate the fact that I have to share the same air with him. And ugh, in the same moment in time with this asshole. But the, I don't think that the Biden of 2016, or not 2016, when, when he went up with Sarah Palin, when he did the debates, and he, de well, he debated Paul Ryan at that time, he came off pretty well. That guy, I don't know where that guy is. He's gone. But not that he's he was somebody I was so uh, for to begin with. Obviously, uh, you know, I, you would take any Democrat over these filthy fascists. But he's there's something not there. You can't go around saying, "Come on, man! Come on!" Telling anecdotes. These ancient, these old. Fashioned anecdotes. I feel like I'm I'm reading uh, Kurt Vonnegut or something when he's. It's like what am I? Is this uh, <laughs> you know, Charles Bukowski? What am I reading? Uh, it's crazy. So, there's other things going on. Speak. I'm gonna. I guess. Uh, one of the other thing that I saw many things. Oh my God! I just looked at the chat. Thank you, George Allen, for the super chat. That is very nice of you. Uh-oh. Francis is licking himself. Francis! Hey, stop it. Stop it. Ugh. Stop. Stop. You see? He's got a problem. You see what he's doing? Um, he's licking himself. And it's annoying. It's not just annoying. He has created a... Oh, now you can see my legs. I'm, not we I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> but, yeah, he's... Uh, he, cre he started licking his... He's, he licks his stomach. There's a spot on his stomach that is... Uh, it, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with him. Stop it, Francis! That's why he has to wear this thing. He's mentally ill. That's what. That's the bottom line. And I, I really don't know what else to do with him. He's he's done a a number on his stomach again, and I am struggling to get him to stop. He actually licked through. You see that that blue cone? He licked a hole through the cone with his you know the rough tongue, and then he did a number yesterday. It was bleeding. So. Now he's in a new cone, but he's still licking it. I don't know what to do. He's on painkillers. He gets, uh, he gets other medication for his mental illness. But I really am at a loss. He doesn't have fleas. He doesn't have fleas. Trust me. Hi-Fi guy says he may have fleas. Believe me, if this cat had fleas, we'd, we'd find out by now. You don't know. His, his file is like this thick. He gets acupuncture, the goddamn cat. But it's from... Because I adopted him from North Shore Animal League. 
So they thankfully take care of him because he was adopted with this issue. But it's very heartbreaking, honestly. But other than that, he's happy. I just wish he would stop m mutilating himself, you know? He's like a Democrat that way. He just does shit that's inexplainable and it's, uh, it's frustrating and it hurts himself. So the other thing, where's my, my list of notes? I had some notes here that I wanted to talk about. And because, oh, here's the other thing. Oh, yeah. So I saw this article. And, yeah, speaking of getting the fuck out of here, out of this country. Oh, God damn it. Now I messed it up again. Two seconds, trying to get in again. I do, 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 do the hustle. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, yes, here it is. Fucking corn pop. Come on, man. What, what? I would love to... I, I wish I could find the video before, just a couple of minutes before that story kicked in. What brought that up? I'm here at this pool, and... Oh, it reminds me of... Corn Pop? My, my, my encounter with Corn Pop? And straight razors that were rusted in the rain barrel? So, yeah, so I just read this article on Common Dreams. Swiss voters to decide on whether to allow factory farming to continue in a, in, in, in a, you know, in a milestone moment. On September 16th, the campaign submitted more than enough signatures for the measure to appear on an upcoming ballot. Voters in Switzerland will soon have their say on whether or not the country continues to allow factory farming thanks to an initiative by animal rights campaigners that delivered the country's parliament that del yes that delivered the country's parliament on Monday over 100,000 signatures to force a referendum on the matter a milestone for the for the Swiss environmental and animal protection movement tweeted animal rights campaigner Philip Reif R Y F I'm not sure how you pronounce it the campaign was the result of work by a broad coalition of groups, including Swiss animal rights groups, Sentient Politics, Greenpeace, the Franz Weber Foundation, and many others. The push for the referendum began in June of 2018. You see, that's all it took. Citing climate change and animal, animal cruelty as the motivating factors. Yeah, gee, can you imagine? People evolving, moving forward, taking a, an issue that it, we need to confront and doing something about it. Imagine that. On September 16th, the campaign submitted... Oh, yeah, I read that enough. Campaigners celebrated on social media and shared pictures of the petition delivery. The Swiss parliament will discuss the proposal before setting a date for the vote. So that's great. And it made me really want to get the fuck out of here again, of course, but also, I, I thought of the Democrats, of course, again, the pandering Democrats, how they, in this last debate, and we, we, we talked about this on Tara Buster on the Saturday show, how um, Booker, who is a vegan, was like, no, should, should, should Americans adopt your diet? No. And let me put that in Spanish. 
No. Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah. Ha. Doesn't matter how the earth is, uh, is, is the hottest it's been and where the, the entire, we only have, uh, I guess now it's 11 years to do something about it. But, you know, the Democrats have no spine. They are constantly pandering. And we were talking about this the other day on the, on the Saturday show. This has to stop with these fucking Democrats. Own your, your reality. Own who the fuck you are. It, that, how is anybody else going to, you know, I mean, you know what it is? It's like that, um, what is it? Confidence is attractive. So if you're constantly apologizing and pretending you're something you're not, how do you win respect of the voters? You see how Elizabeth Warren goes into these red states and she speaks to them and she gets them to come, you know, they that come to her side where so she explains to them Medicare for all. And this, so they take a break from listening to Fox News and she she is who she is. She's talking about the, the policies that she believes in and I believe in as well. Many of them, of course. And. That it's, it's on, she's on the right side of history, the right side of humanity. So, of course, just own that. Uh, but uh, not that she doesn't do her fair share of pandering, of course, too. That's the other thing. But whatever. Nobody's perfect, I suppose. The thing that really annoys me about her is her going around going, I'm a capitalist. I can't stand that. Because I feel that that is pandering as well. Instead of talking about what what is capitalism? What does it mean to be a capitalist? Of course, I know she's like playing the game or whatever. But are you a capitalist, really? Uh, there's one thing to f- believe in the free... It's not even a free market. Let me not even... Let, let me not adopt that that stupid frame that the Republicans like to push. And the DLC Democrats. But well, anyway... Where's Francis? Oh, is he? St- oh, okay. But so I rem- I it 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 reminded me of here back here in the United States of serfs and lords, right? Here we go, hamburgers. The 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 friggin' Democratic candidates, they all have to proclaim their love of hamburgers and cheeseburgers, you know, because that's the American way. So all of them, um, let me see. So the, the year is 2019. This is from Quartz. And the United States, or at least part of that, believes in science. Or the, the part that, that believes in science, I'm sorry, is dealing with an emergency of unprecedented dimensions, climate change. It is a matter so urgent that CNN decided to give it a marathon-length town hall, seven hours in which top, the top ten contenders for the Democratic presidential nomination shared their plans for cutting carbon emissions, dealing with potentially catastrophic weather, and saving the planet for generations to come. Oh, and protecting the inalienable right to a cheeseburger. With a Republican Party that still denies the urgency of climate change intervention, the Democratic candidates know they have to reach across the political aisle to save the planet, which is why they spent so much time on Wednesday discussing beef patties and whether or not climate change policies would take them away. Like, shut the fuck up. This is why America, uh, people hate this country. You know, America has this, this uh, not, not that everybody hates the country, but the, the ugly American. That's why they hate us. 
the, the people want to know whether they volunteered the information or were prompted by questions from CNN hosts and the audience. A majority of candidates had the opportunity to clarify where they stand when it comes to the most bipartisan of American values. Sure, it was a convenient diversion. Oh, come on, give me a break, said Elizabeth Warren, answering whether the government should prescribe what light bulbs Americans should use. The, the Massachusetts senator warned that focusing on individual sacrifices, light bulbs, cheeseburgers, what have you, simply, simply plays into the hands of the fossil fuel industry, which love to distract citizens from more systematic issues. Exactly. And yet, 7 out of 10 candidates contended with the issue of burgers. While discussing red meat, dietary requirement, and beef production, it seemed they were debating whether the Democrats would uphold America's pursuit of happiness vis-a-vis buns and patties. Asked about climate activism and her stand on the beef and cheese industry, Amy Klobuchar went out big. I am hopeful that we're going to be able to cut carbon emissions in a way, especially when I am president, that we can continue to have hamburgers and cheese Oh, my God. And then the writer writes, a campaign promise if there ever was one. Give me a break, Klobuchar, that we can continue to have hamburgers and cheese. Of course they will. There's always going to be some glutton that wants to kill a cow and shove it in its mouth. Shove it in their own mouth, not the cow's mouth. Kamala Harris, lest Americans think otherwise, conceded she loves cheeseburgers. She didn't seem too proud of it. I mean, this is a quote. Just to be very honest with you, I love cheeseburgers from time to time, right? I mean, I just do, she said, before gesturing towards the incentives and educational programs she institute to encourage moderation in eating. CNN's Erin Burnett pushed Harris. Would she change the dietary guidelines to reduce red meat specifically? Because she is a woman of courage. Harris admitted, yes, I would. Wow, that's really out on a limb. Another proponent proponent of the frankly unimaginable less beef was Andrew Yang, who quoted a UN study saying that we're going to be okay if the vast majority of the world goes vegetarian immediately. He quickly realized his words might be interpreted as anti-burger and self-corrected. But again, this is a country where there's a lot of individual autonomy, and so you can't force people's eating choices on them. He said, assuring listeners that he wouldn't take their meat away. Nor would Cory Booker, for the matter, even though he's vegan. You said that you don't want to preach to anybody about their diets, asked Don Lemon, but is that true? Or would a Booker administration try to promote healthy habits? Oh my God, God forbid! Booker's hurt answer shows... He, sh- he understood just how loaded the questions were. So let's get this right, because I hear about it all the time. Booker wants to take away your hamburger, he said. That is the kind of lie and fear-mongering that they spread out there, that somehow the Democrats want to get rid of hamburgers. They are not in, or not, or in any case, he is not coming for anyone's hamburger. Pete Buttigieg, on the other hand, is definitely not a vegan. Look. First of all, I'm from Indiana. And second of all, I love cheeseburgers. He answered host, the host, Chris Como, who asked about changes in cattle rearing. That is how much of a true American Buttigieg is. 
cheeseburgers are the second most important part of his identity. No matter the rumor you've heard about the Green New Deal, Buttigieg does not propose that they abolish the cow. This is so... I mean, this fucking country is, like, hanging by a thread. That's not in the article. That's, uh, um, that's my editorial. And you know who else loves red meat? Beto O'Rourke. He doesn't even need to say it. He's from Texas. His wife grew up on a cattle ranch. O'Rourke is a believer. And, that, and that's the kind of American he is. Quote, I believe in the ingenuity of the American rancher and the American farmer, he said, in an emotionally charged crescendo. I believe that we can be up to these challenges and reject the notion that we have to radically and fundamentally change how we eat or what we eat. Nobody threatened the burger, not under a rock's watch. After all, is the earth even worth saving if you can't have a fucking cheeseburger? I added the expletive. So, um, yeah, it's complete unbelievable madness. And it's also really, it's typical. A typical American, typical Democratic pandering. First of all, who gives a shit if the Republicans are going to accuse Democrats of saying, Oh, we want to take away our cheeseburgers. That's the problem. They care too much what these Republicans think about them and not enough about what needs to be done to fix to the problems that we have, to actually fix this effing planet. Not just the planet, but the, but the Democratic Republic of which we are a small part that of so many people fought, bled, and died to entrust to us. And these idiots are out there talking about how I won't ever, ever pester any of the American people with having to do anything to participate in having an inhabitable planet. I want to ever do anything to lead the American people to be an example or, or educate them. I, I wouldn't dare. That's what they're saying. But we're supposed to just be completely unconscious about everything. Just shove it in your mouth and shut up. That's the American way. Don't worry about the, uh, I mean, don't get me started about the pain and suffering of, uh, of animals on factory farms. Well, don't even think about that because Republicans have that covered. They pass laws to make it illegal to videotape the pain and suffering that animals endure on factory farms. It's a fucking disgrace. And, and of course, instead of uh, um, doing the right thing, these idiots are out there saying, I love my cheeseburgers. Don't worry about that. I love it. It's like John Kerry on the, on the uh, you know, when he went parasailing or whatever. All of them. Constantly. The pa- all right, if that's what you love, if you're all about, the, about uh, eating hamburgers, there are ways to discuss th- this with the American people without looking like a pandering idiot. Or maybe I'm, maybe I'm just wrong. I don't know about it. Maybe they're too far gone. But I don't really think that we should be pandering to people who think that a, a, a night out or a, a day trip to a museum is going to see the Noah's Ark exhibit. And uh, so that's what we're dealing with. So we have to pander to them. The sci- scientists have to pander to them. Those who give a shit about the creatures who we share this planet with have to pander to people who don't care. That's the higher ideal not giving a shit about what you put in your mouth, not giving a shit about the animals who suffer on these, in these torture mills. 
we're not that's what we're supposed that uh, we're not supposed to say anything about that because the not giving a shit is the higher ideal that's what they're that's the uh that's the message that's inherent in all of the pandering is that you don't because you don't see the republicans doing the same are they pandering to 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 us to new yorkers to, to to vegans to vegetarians to people who give a shit no I mean, and there's uh, there's ways to 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 present it. Like, for instance, this asshole, uh, yeah, the so-called president of the United States, and his his straw. Like, they're selling the tr- a Trump straw, a plastic straw, because the Republicans are too stupid, lazy, and uh, and hateful of this country, much less the planet that it li- it is exists on, to be inconvenienced to suck their sugary sodas into their rapacious, sugary, you know, overstuffed gullets with a paper straw that doesn't add to the plastic pollution on the planet. Why? I mean, don't. They love America so much, right? They love it. Don't don't mess with their with uh, with America. Uh, You know, they all got their USA, USA chants and all that. But don't ever challenge them to do anything to to make a sustainable environment or you know just throw your your shit into the streams or whatever but uh anyway so trump let me see hold on straws he they're selling trump straws on his website Liberal paper straws don't work. Stand with President Trump and buy your pack of recyclable straws today. And this, so we're supposed to pander to the assholes, right? So, uh, somehow this is the a, a higher American value, not giving a shit about, even the way that he is um, rolling back emissions, emission standards and light bulbs, not the standards. Everything is an inconvenience for these assholes. So there is a way to present it to the American people as the as uh, as unpatriotic, the uh, as it is. You know what I mean? Instead of pandering, saying I love my cheeseburgers, I love my I love killing and shooting and, and shoving shit in my, in my mouth I, without looking. I know I'm an American. Don't take that away from me. Um, present it as unpatriotic because it is. It is patriotic to give a shit about your country, right? That and we can we can all agree on that. That's what it means to be a patriot. Besides the the fact that it, what it means to be a patriot is to it literally means fellow countrymen, right? So you can't be a patriot while being a douchebag to your fellow countrymen, not caring about your fellows is the opposite of being a patriot. And that includes everybody. Uh, it includes immigrants. It includes all of us, people of different skin tones. I know that's really hard for Republicans, but you frame it as a patriotic imperative to care for the environment. We are patriots. That's why we care for America the Beautiful. And we want to leave this this country better than we found it. That's our patriotic duty. We're preserving 
this country for future generations. And if you think it's okay to drink through a plastic straw and not give a shit, then you're, you're not patriotic. You can't be inconvenienced with giving a shit about the country and the people. So you're, you hate this country. I mean, really, that's the bottom line. That's how you present it. And then you present everything like that, including Medicare for all, including um, the, the, all of the plans that, that Elizabeth Warren has to tax the rich two cents on every dollar after $50 million. I don't know how they're going to, how, how will they deal? So we can have universal health care, universal higher education, and, uh, and a government that works without all the legal bribes. But, you know, I mean, that's, it has to be presented as a patriotic imperative. That's, how, that's what I believe, because it is. It, not only is it a patriotic imperative, it is, it, it, it's a strategy that works. We don't leave people behind. That's the American way. And if you do, and if you think it's okay to turn America the Beautiful into a, into a corporate toilet, you hate this country. And if you vote for people who do that, you're, you know, you hate this country. Oh, God in heaven. There was something else I wanted to talk about. Where is it? But, I mean, the Democrats really have got to stop with the uh, I'm, don't worry, I, I don't give a shit just like you. Don't worry. I won't ever ask you to do anything that might inconvenience you. It's really gross. So the people of Sweden are like, hey, we don't want to torture animals anymore. And it's, uh, we also want to live on, on this planet. We want to leave it better than we found it. Although that's, that's a prospect that's getting iffier by the day. So let's do something about it. Let's not only can we do something, but it's something that you can rally around as a positive imperative for your for the people and, and uh, not dividing and conquering. We we are so evolved that we care. We care about the planet. You we care about the creatures we share this planet with. We don't want to torture them. And on top of it, we don't want to eat the suffering. That's how I believe, uh, when, as far as uh, eating animals are concerned, you eat their... I mean, we're all connected. So you're in these, these animals who, it, it, who are being tortured. Some of these animals never even see the sun, that they're, they're, they're living in a torture chamber, constantly being impregnated to make more babies, little piglets or whatever so people can eat them, and they, they are treated with utter disrespect and inhumanity, and you're eating that suffering. Honestly, that's how I feel. So, and the indifference, too, because nobody really wants to see it either. They don't want to see what goes on in the farms, and if that's the case, then it's good on the Swedes for doing, for, for doing away with it. Because that's the, the least we can do for the animals that are giving their very lives for human sustenance is treat them with respect. But it doesn't, that says everything about us, not about them. And, it, and the unconsciousness of people who just shove that shit in their mouth without thinking or wanting to think or wanting to care then is, is a symptom of a bigger problem. 
and why the why the planet is in the state that it is because of this unconscious consumption that Republicans want you to be wedded to. It is your patriotic duty not to fall for their dirty tricks. You, it's a patriotic duty to be awakened, to care about what's going on in your country. So if they could do that to animals, they do that to people. It's a, having dignity. These are the, that's why I can't stand the friggin' Republicans. They're such hypocrites on top of everything else. They're the worst hypocrites. They unabashed hypocrites. They love life. They're so, they they care about life. Bullshit. They're selfish. They care about nothing but themselves. They wouldn't. They couldn't spend a minute in one of those factory torture chambers. Anyway, let me talk about, there's so many things, so many things. One of the things that I saw, I don't know if you guys saw that Mike Pence, he's a, he's a fucking liar. (laughs) I think the, I think the weekday specials are just going to be curses all over the, just curses. Then he said he was bit by a horse. He was bit by American Pharaoh, the thoroughbred horse. Everything that they say is a lie. These Republicans, even when they're trying to be funny, so he says he he was bit by American Pharaoh. I'll I'll let him say it. Horse guy. Oh wait. Well, it's the the video is shitty. So he's like, I'm a horse guy. I gritted my teeth. Yeah, I'm a horse guy. You saw you saw him. I just gritted my teeth and smiled, he said, in our line of work. Oh, wait, 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 where is it? He said he was invited to take the famous horse's reins for a photo op. And then he said, it bit me so hard on the arm, I almost collapsed. I just gritted my teeth and smiled, he said. In our line of work, you're going to get bit sometimes, but you keep fighting forward. He's full of shit. Farm manager Dermot Ryan told McClatchy that this is the first time he ever heard of this story, and it's not the behavior he has come to expect from the horse that he said is sweet. So um, there's no reason for the horse to bite, tr- uh, well, Trump's sycophant Mike Pence. It didn't happen, and he's th- he lies about it to why for what reason uh it's an interesting story i don't know it's not interesting it's not funny it denigrates this horse why would you say something like that it's stupid i was bit so hard oh uh, american pharaoh bit me it's so it, it everything that they say is a lie so whatever I mean, I, there's nothing more else to, to say about that. The other thing I want to talk about, one more thing before we wrap up. I see how the time is going by so quickly, as it always does. Oh, before I get into it, I also want to thank all the patrons. We got two new patrons this week. I really enjoy getting those emails that I got a new patron, that we got new patron. It really is us. This wouldn't be happening without you. 
So I want to thank you guys for for taking the chance and not just being a bystander, but helping, helping keep the keeping the show going and keeping the RDT Daily going. <laughs> so I want to thank Anthony S, Cynthia, Cynthia O. Damsky Cats, Daniel S, Deborah W, Dwayne G, Gail P, George L, Glenn Karen M. Welcome to the family. Hi Fi Guy, Haiku, James S, Jane C, Jim A, Joan Z, Joey B, John Jones, oh, John J, <laughs> sorry, Kathleen, Katie, K, Mark F, Martin S. S. Mary C. Welcome. Michael D. Michael L. B. Michael L. D. Paradu. Paul M. B. Peter R. Randall B. Sam S. Susan S. T. Teresa S. And Tony S. Thank you guys. I don't know. I can't do the, 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 some people say you should just read the last names. And, and in fact, some listeners say, just read my last name. But I, could you imagine how I would mangle that? It's bad enough reading the first names. I can't get them out of, I don't know what's wrong with me. As far as that's concerned. All right. The other thing I wanted to talk about is the strike at GM. And so, first of all, we always, we talk about Medicare for all. We talk about universal health care. One of the things I can't stand about the DLC Democrats. So according to the Democrats, they, everybody wants universal health care. Okay. That's wonderful. Not everybody's plan gets to universal health care. I'm so sick of the leaving people behind bullshit it has to stop as we know joe biden's plan leaves 10 million people behind is that how is that okay first of all we know in this country how unions are on the ropes right wait the cat's in the way here i'm trying to type and we used to have a 35 uh, 30 years ago 30 well now it's probably 40 35 years ago the unions were a 35% of the employment of the workforce were unionized. Now it's 5%. Union, let me see. How many people? I'm trying to look. Tara Jr. He's like sitting on the keyboard. How many people union health care? Here's the, we constantly hear, oh, how... From uh, from these Democratic DLC middle of the road candidates, I don't want to strip health care for millions of people or unions who negotiated in their contracts for lower pay for these great plans. I don't not, I don't want to strip these workers of the of this benefit. Well, now we see. Actually, GM just did us a favor because they stripped their workers who are on, who are striking of their health benefits there is no reason why 
a private company should be in charge of our health care. Whether so, somebody in the middle of some kind of treatment for a disease, we have to live or die on the graces of our, of our betters, just like the system the founders fought a revolution to escape, right? It has nothing. This is not democratic. It's the stupidest system. It came by accident. That's the other thing. So why are we wedded to it? Because Republicans know that it makes a few people very rich. And they don't give a shit who they kill, who they harm. The more the better. Because they want you to be, they want you harmed. They, they, they like a nice and malleable worker. When the working class is indebted to their betters, that's, not an, that's, a, that's a working class that's not uppity. They don't demand things. So we see that GM, I, I, I'm really completely sickened by it, but they're, uh, they did us a favor, frankly. Staking, uh, uh, because I'm sick of hearing how unions shouldn't be asked to give up their, these plans that they negotiated. Yes, they should. How many people, I'm trying to find the statistic, uh, in unions have health care? And how many, first of all, union membership? In the U.S., what's the what's the stat on that now? In 2016, there were 14.6 million members in the U.S., down from 17.7 million in 1983. The percentage of workers belonging to a union in, in the United States was 10 percent, compared to 20 percent in 1983. Union membership in the private sector has fallen to under 7%. Levels not seen since 1932. These are, this is a couple of years old, these statistics. So the Republican Party have, and their DLC enablers have really done a number on, on the labor movement, as we know. And they've, they want to destroy the labor movement. Labor movement... It is why we have the weekend. So when Lou Dobbs thanks Twitter for the weekend, it, it's complete. Uh, it's unbelievable to me how anybody would continue to watch that asshole and and agree. Could you imagine if some? I mean, we play this game all the time. What if so, a, a republic? I mean, what if a Democrat said that about? Barack Obama, thank Bar- Barack Obama for the weekend. Oh, everyone is running around the White House the, uh, on top of the world looking down on creation. And this is the greatest administration in American history. I remember the Republicans, when it was Black History Month, going effing nuts because there were school children that sang a song that said, Barack Hussein Obama who blah, 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 is the president of the United States, blah, 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 or whatever it was, he, as part of a song honoring different African-Americans who have contributed to the growth of this country. But Republicans were like, oh, my God, they're indoctrinating our youth. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was, they were nuts about it. And now we have the dim leader, the dumb Fuhrer, and they're all kissing his ass with absolute no, no sense of irony. Not, they're not embarrassed by this. You think Lou Dobbs is embarrassed when he read that script? I don't know who wrote that for him, but somebody wrote that for him. 
someone on this show, because I've worked in television my entire life, there is a producer. Lou Dobbs isn't sitting there writing scripts. He's, I'm sure, approving the scripts that he reads. I'm not, I'm not sure. Who knows? Who Maybe not. But maybe that. I, I'm sure they ran it by him before he did it, but on the air. And he had to approve it. So, But somebody else wrote that for him. And, and who, one of the producers on the show had to sit there and write that and without being embarrassed. This is not North Korea, for fuck's sake. It's not. Not yet. I know they want it to be because it is, democracy is hard. It's slower. And that's the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be slow to war. It's supposed to be slow to change but because we're all supposed to move together. And it's not um, as easy being a dictator for, as being a dictator, as George Bush said. Remember when he said uh, it would be a hell, heck of a lot easier if I was the dictator or whatever, if this were a dictatorship as long as I'm the dictator? That's the Republicans, again, saying the quiet part out loud. But so GM stripped their workers of health insurance. And I, I really want everybody to remember this, especially the union workers. It's time to remove the, this cudgel from corporate America. Why are they in control of who gets to go to a goddamn doctor or not? So millions of Americans, I don't know the statistic or whatever, I'm just saying, Many Americans, a lot of Americans, and we all have stories. Everybody in America has a story about health care, failing them, about this system. It's not about the health care. It's about paying for it, right? So when you have the, the Democrats, now the thing that drives me insane, and I'll, I mentioned it before and I'll mention it again, every morning on Morning Joe when I wake up and I watch that fucking show, I don't know why, I mean, I guess I know why. I love, I'm a glutton for punishment and I live in this country, but I, I, watching, so this morning, same thing. I wish I had grabbed the clip. It was the same goddamn thing. Cause I wake up around six o'clock or so and I put the TV on. I listen to them for a couple of minutes while still laying in bed, but it's always, it gets my blood pressure up immediately because it's constantly the same thing about how Joe Biden, is going to, uh, is trouncing everybody in the polls despite that he's a doddering old coot or something like that. And the other thing is, how are Democrats ever going to win against Twitter if they're running on stripping health care from people? Who the fuck? First of all, th this morning it was Donnie Deutsch going off about that, saying how, saying they're, they're not going to win. If Elizabeth Warren, because they were talking about how Elizabeth Warren had a rally here in New York and she's rising in the polls and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, all right, Junior, sit down. And they're like, how, how is she ever going to win if she's running on stripping health care for people? I'm telling you right now, Democrats, because... Yeah, Donnie Deutsch was born on third base thinking he hit a triple. Now he's, he's a genius, you see, in the branding industry because his father left him an advertising firm. You see what I'm saying? So he's another one who, for whatever inexplicable reason, has a... He's completely 
unbelievable. Uh, he, he's off his, his gourd about the notion of Medicare for all. They cannot abide it. I don't understand how, the, how these trust fund brats like Donnie Deutsch, uh, I, mean, I don't know, uh, jo, uh, Joe Scarborough's deal, I'm not sure how he was raised. Mika Brzezinski, I'm not sure where she stands, but she's all for Joe Biden, too. But I don't understand how they they are so vehemently against Medicare for all. I just don't get it because the fact is they're rich. They will always get whatever the fuck they want anyway. They'll be able to have their Cadillac plans and their private hospital rooms, whatever the hell they want. This is about, once again, leaving no one behind. And also, they, they're always whining about a divided country, how divided we are. Well, so how about we unify this country by, yet again, giving us, uh, by, by uh, doing, you know, uh, sort of like the Social Security model. Why Republicans, they all position themselves as the champions of Social Security, because that's the how that is the way FDR set it up. It belongs to everyone. It's not about a tier or if you're in you're poor or you make less than a hundred grand or wherever the fuck the cutoff is. It's about leaving no one behind. We're in this together. You you it's there if you need it. So the so today once again I'm half awake, uh, coming to. I don't know where I was. I was dreaming. I was flying. I was naked. I was flying. My teeth were flying out of my skull. I don't know. All at the same time. And I wake up and I hear Donnie Deutsch once again going off about how if how Elizabeth Warren, if she's the nominee, how Democrats are not going to win if they're running on stripping health care from millions, which is a Republican talking point. So as these effing so oh so concerned DLC Democrats, including so it, it, Joe Biden and Amy Klobuchar, they use these Republican talking points. And the same thing we, we spoke about it on the show on Saturday. Pete Buttigieg's going off about uh, why don't you trust the American people? I trust them. Why don't you? You know, Medicare for all because Medicare for all doesn't trust the American people. Why? So, yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, I could do without having to go on the exchange and go through the, the plans and figure out what loophole they're screwing me in, in the fine print. So um, I would much rather be able to just pick my doctor and, and make a fucking appointment, for Christ's sake. But here goes Donnie Deutsch again, going off about how Democrats are running on Stripping health care from and then of course, Claire McCaskill. She's always there. I, I don't understand. <clears throat> Let's um, wh- what makes Claire McCaskill an expert on anything? She's just another one of these DLCers sitting in the ivory tower, telling us all what we can't have because uh, it's pie in the sky. When what? How did that work out last time? when Hillary Clinton ran on, that's too pie in the sky. Isn't it time? It, it wasn't too pie in the sky when Republicans started to dismantle the, the Democratic Republic that the founders fought a revolution to entrust to us. That wasn't pie in the sky. But here we are. 
You know, uh, how about it's uh, uh, we rally around building this back? But it's just amazing to me how these he, these corporate media mouthpieces are they if they're so concerned about Twitter winning uh, supposedly this is what they say they don't they they don't want another twitler a second term of twitler then why are they using republican talking points the same thing with the democratic candidates why are you presenting this as a republican uh, with the republican frame which is a lie no one is left behind in Medicare for all. That means instead of, you're not ripping healthcare from people, you're enabling everybody to have healthcare. It's the most patriotic thing you can ask for. And so we're not, we're, we, we're all supposed to not have, we're all supposed to be okay with the millions of Americans who don't have healthcare currently. Millions in this shitty system, the United States healthcare system in the, in the US serfs and lords, is the measurably worst, most expensive system in the industrialized world that still leaves millions out. So because some people have good plans that they have negotiated with their, their, their lords, then we're supposed to be okay with still leaving millions out and millions not being able to afford a doctor even if they have insurance and going bankrupt still, even if they have insurance, if, uh, if they have a catastrophic illness. I was just listening to that um, 1619, one of the th- that that New York Times, the 1619, is it 1619? 1619 Project about American slavery, about the enslaved human beings who they brought over here and so I was listening to it on the on the podcast, and one of the the narrators were she was telling a story about her uncle, who had a achy back, but he had no insurance. He's he was in his I think it was like fifty or something, maybe forty, and he he went to the emergency room. He finally the pain got too much that. Despite not having insurance, he went to the emergency room to get help. And they, they, they told, they didn't do any of the tests that were necessary. He needed a CAT scan. He needed an MRI. They did nothing because he had no insurance. They sent him home with a recommendation to go to a chiropractor, which he did. And he went for months. His back still got worse. During one of their sessions, the chiropractor was doing his adjustment. They both heard some kind of audible pop. And then they got scared. The chiropractor stopped, said, you need to go to an emergency room immediately. He went there, and the they, they finally did the test. I'm not sure if he did the MRI yet or whatever. They found, they, what happened was the guy had cancer he had some kind of cancer i'm not sure what it was bone cancer perhaps i don't know and they uh, right then he was able to get because of his catastrophic diagnosis he was able to get medicare and he had he had no money either or some something like that i don't remember the the now that i'm saying i'm not 
that's he was able to get on a uh, Medicare program. Then, he, because of Medicare, he was able to get the, the MRI and the treatment that he should have had months and months prior. But now it was too late. So they said they told him that if he had gone to the doctor when he first started to have the pains, instead of delaying his treatment because of the fear of the bills, he would have had a fighting chance. But now it was all they could do was make him comfortable, and he died. So how many stories like that are here in the United States of serfs and lords? How many people have needlessly died? We do know how many. 35,000 Americans die needlessly every year for lack of care. Those are 35,000 souls that, 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 uh, that families that are left behind, heartbroken parents, brothers, sisters, lovers, friends. All of the, the songs that aren't sung, the poems that aren't written, the laughs, the, the conversations that we are robbed of in this country. And we leave a, a, a residue of pain. This fucking country, man, is, I mean, really? How is that acceptable? That's freedom? But it's okay because I guess the Republicans say it's, the, it's not them. Sucks to be you. Oh, well. But that's not a country. That's not the country that the founders entrusted to us. Uh, ironically enough, with all its flaws. God in heaven. May we have the, the, the justice. What was it? To Now I lost it. To, what is it, justice to? Anyway, whatever. Where is it? Oh, here it is. May justice support what courage has gained. Is that justice? To allow a man to die needlessly? Because we're fucking greedy? Because, of, because big health insurance CEOs need to s suck profit from our miseries? They need to go. And so does all these, the, anyone who, who thinks it's okay to have a for-profit healthcare insurance racket killing us. I'm so sick of it, man. It's time to do the right thing because it's, it's an, a patriotic imperative. Enough. Really. So anyway, so what I was what I brought it up, um really the for GM to use healthcare as a cudgel. What does that say? Do you think corporate America gives a shit? They don't care about this country much less the people that helped make them profitable. These are workers that made many concessions when GM was on the ropes, but while now that they're profitable, they don't want to give anything back. The worker has the right to share in the, in the profits of the labor that their labor made possible. At least we used to think that way here in the country. And it's about time we think that way again. Enough is enough. Workers need a seat at the table. 
and um, uh, it's about time that they realize if they're they if they're okay with leaving millions behind without health care because they got theirs, and that's honestly this might be uh, the lesson they need to wake the f up and say the, and get on board for what we truly need. We we could do it in this country. We're not stupid. We're just ruled by greedy anti-democratic fascists at the moment and their their DLC less offensive enablers but if the, uh, as uh, I mean I saw Elizabeth Warren last night on Rachel Maddow's show and she I she's 100% correct this is an opportunity we if we have to get it back now if we don't get it back we're done and I don't mean just removing Twitter. We got to get this country back from the Gilded Age. And it's, we had the first Gilded Age. Now we're in the second Gilded Age. It's time for the second progressive era. All right, everyone. I'm losing my voice. So I need to go lay to hell. To, I'm going to get unconscious right now. And when I get, wake up, I'm sure I'm going to hear the morning Joe assholes go off on universal health care. But this is why we fight, and this is why I thank you for being a patron, because the more I can do the show, the more that you support the liberal independent media, the more we can get the word out. This is how it starts. The American Revolution began in tea shops with pamphleteers sharing that that progressive and dangerous whisper that we didn't need a king. <clears throat> so we're doing it again. All right, everybody. I'm really losing my voice now. <clears throat> Listen, as I always say, we stick together. We win. I'm really glad that the YouTube worked. I'm hoping to do this more often, these these weekday specials. Uh-oh. Did I just freeze up? Wonderful, wonderful. All of the sudden. It doesn't matter. The show is going off. Um, I will definitely see you on Saturday. My name is Tara Devon. Thank you for hanging out with me tonight, letting me get all of this off my chest and for supporting the show. Thank you for being a patron. Please become a patron if you're not. You can donate to the show. You can buy some merch. Follow RDT Daily. Follow me on Twitter and all that, all those other places. Um, we stick together. We win. And we will win. That's true. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. <laughs>